The following podcast is brought to you by EPN, the Encore Podcast Network. Hello once again, Warriors. Welcome back to another edition of your favorite podcast, another exciting episode. This is Talk is War with your host, Alpha Z. And my co-host for tonight, the great Switchblader. How are you, my friend? Doing good, man. How are you? Nah, doing okay. You sound pretty chill right now. Yeah. Did you get done smoking or something or drinking? Yeah, a little smoky smoke. Yeah, I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. And that voice. Well, I did too. So this is going to be a pretty good show. Thank you for joining us, Warriors. And uh, it's been a minute since we've recorded. Uh, we usually don't record on a Sunday, which is uh, right now, day we're recording. I'm not sure if I'll release this on Sunday night or uh, Monday morning, but you'll get this episode anyway. So uh, welcome to the show, wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Uh, I have a few announcements before we uh, get started here. Some uh, exciting news about... Uh, Not only this podcast, but also EPN. Coming up within the next two months, uh, probably next month, I'm hoping to get it off the ground by then. Uh, I have been using Spreaker to uh, record a brand new podcast that I have coming out. It is called Alpha Flicks, and this will be the first ever podcast presented on EPN, Encore Podcast Network. So, it's going to be pretty exciting. I'm going to talk about, uh, well, I'm not exactly sure yet. I mean, this, of course, it's going to be about movies, but I'm not sure exactly what I'm going to talk about yet. But uh, within the next month, you will you will hear a trailer. So that's good. And, of course, I'll publish it on here, on Anchor. And uh, then I'll have the first episode uploaded. So uh hope you guys stick around for that. It's going to be pretty exciting. I've never done another podcast before so this is this is going to be pretty cool and uh yeah i guess that's the other piece of news uh epn will officially be recorded using spreaker so it's going to be pretty cool uh brand new podcasting platform of course i will be posting the podcast on other platforms as well so do not fear uh probably apple podcasts most likely but uh if i can get it on anchor or you know, CastBox, Stitcher, Spotify, whatever, you know, I'll try and do that. And uh, I think that's about it for uh, that bit of news. Uh, Switchblader, how you been, man? It's been a minute since we've spoken. I've been doing good. I mean, we, we talked today because, you know, we tried to plan the show out, you know. And uh, Haiti said he couldn't record. Jake said he was... Doing something I forgot, but you know, it's us. Yeah, I would have recorded yesterday, but um, I had a birthday party I was at, and I was pretty much hanging out with my cousin nah. that whole time. That's cool, man. We all got stuff that happens. Yeah. So, so, uh, anything new? Mm, no, no. Not really, just pretty much same old stuff. Right on, right on. All right, well, I guess we'll go ahead and uh, get started here. Um, 
we have some fan mail. Uh, only one, but, uh, you know, pretty interesting piece of fan mail. Figured we could bring it up. And, guys, we only have one piece of fan mail, but, you know, probably means something. So, uh, please reach out to us. We will air your questions. We will feature them or comments, whatever you have. Uh, TIWBayBay at gmail.com. I put the email link in each description of our uh, podcast episodes now. So it'll be easier for you to do. All right. And this email, I forgot to show you this, didn't I? Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. Ah, no worry. You, sure you can come up with an answer right on the fly. Just a little bit of a complex question here, but I'm sure you've thought about it before. This one is from the original Jabarinsky from the internet. This guy has to be our biggest fan. I think so. Right next to Bailey. Oh, uh, yeah. Must be. <laughs> All right. Well, Jabarinsky says or asks, ratings are at an all-time low right now with Monday Night Raw and NXT. What are your guys' thoughts on the current status of both shows? What do you think the WWE could do to turn ratings around for both shows? Now, here's the thing. I thought about this for a minute. Notice the one show, the one other show that WWE is currently producing is not mentioned in that email. And do you know what that is, Switchblader? Friday Night. Yep, Friday Night Smackdown. So I honestly think that the proof here is in the pudding, you know? Uh, they clearly don't realize that. I don't, I don't know how, but I'm not sure whether it's the creative of SmackDown. I mean, most likely, I mean, they have completely different producers, you know, and they have Paul Heyman, who's a Einstein of producing for professional wrestling, you know, with ECW and the sorts, you know, the attitude era, the, the invasion, you know, yeah. that was, uh, he did a lot of writing for that time and a lot of producing, of course, Monday night raw once upon a time. And this isn't the first time he's produced for Friday Night SmackDown. So I don't I'm I'm not saying it's because of Paul Heyman, but I'm I'm saying that it's the way it, it's the way everything is going in on that show. They're utilizing people, they're coming up with better storylines, they make matches you can get invested into and care about, you know, and if you look at Monday Night Raw right now, it's it's not good, you know? So, I mean, NXT is good, but it it could be a lot better. And they're kind of starting to bleed a little red, if you know what I'm saying. Mm. So, now NXT is good. And Monday Night Raw, it will always hold a special place in my heart. I, I just want to throw that out there because I, I love it. But I want to see them succeed. I want to see their viewers go up. I want to see them succeed like Monday night or not Monday night uh Friday night Smackdown is you know yes now what do you think because I I know you've thought about this kind of thing before well excuse me man uh good I would say with like like you were just saying with even though with Friday night, the creative, the creative process has pretty much gone with 
different type of producers and also Paul Heyman, who is a former producer, but not just that. He was like almost, well, not almost, but he was pretty much the guy who was willing to push the talent and the creative more and actually try to come out with more ideas that would probably you're going to, like, in the chance, take a gamble with. Like, if it fails, then that's on me. Mm -hmm. But if it succeeds, you could probably go as much with this and maybe even change it up a little bit here and there. Yeah. To have more talent push through. And I think that could probably work. With Raw, but the thing is, with the Raw roster of late, you pretty much have some of your top guys who are major and even minor stars pretty much working in what what division do you mostly see that happening in right now? Uh, wait, wait. What, what was the what was the question again? When you look at the major stars and minor stars on Raw at the moment, what division do you mostly see them in apart from their major and their minor division? Uh, you mean like weight class or? No, like they, they're pretty much working in tag team. Tag team. Uh, yeah, yeah, I kind of see your point there. I mean, like, look how Riddle and Randy are right now. Like, Randy could probably be back in the main event class. You're right. Yeah, and I mean, Matt Riddle in NXT, he was a he was a main event goer for a while. I mean, he was once a contender for the NXT championship. Horse almost took it off of Adam Cole several times, if I'm right, too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I see your point there. Yeah. And, and, and he never even got his rematch against Sheamus for the U.S. title. That's Adam right. Yeah. yeah. I heard a lot of people pointing that out. Now, the other part of the email asks another question, uh, and that being what can they do to turn ratings around? I mean, I think just utilize people better. I would say, yeah, utilize them. But not only that, kind of take something from where Paul is coming from and try to make it your own, but twist it in a sort of way. Give give the talent the chance to show you what their creative minds could be with who they think they could probably do well with. Right, and if, right. And if you fail, then guess what? It's on you. But if it succeeds, hey, this could lead to something, something more. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Um, another thing I think they could do uh, is enough of the silliness, you know? Like, I mean, I get it. It's good to be, it's good to have comedy. There's good wrestling comedy and there's good humor. There's good script writing. 
you know, with it all. But zombies and, you know, all that other nonsense. It's just nonsense, you know? Like, ugh. It's kind of it's kind of hard defending it now, you know. Like, yeah, I mean, it's good to have uh, laughs here and there because that's what wrestling is full of. But it's gotten a little out of hand recently. It's gone a little too far. So I think they need to pull back from all the silliness and you know focus on the sport of wrestling. I mean, yeah, there is there is the art of wrestling, but part of the art is the competition. So I think that's something important that they may need to highlight. All right. Well, uh, thank you, Original Jabarinsky, whoever you may be. And, uh, well, that's it for fan mail. Again, guys, we encourage you to reach out to us by any means, TIWBayBay at gmail.com. And, of course, have a Facebook page that it is uh, Talk is War, basically. Yeah. I don't know if the link is Facebook.com slash talk is war but i'm sure you can find us if you just look it up our logos on there and everything so and uh well i guess we'll go ahead and move on to our next segment this is a segment we haven't brought back in a bit so i'm really happy to be doing this again this is a little segment we call a few moments of shame and switchblader you and i talked about this before we started recording on who is going to be grilled up tonight. It's an yeah. assortment of people, but, you know, it's going to feel good to do some justice. Oh, yeah. So, yes, this one, this few moments of shame is going to be for... I'm not exactly sure who. I don't know if it's creative, if it's Vince McMahon, or if it's you know, WWE as a whole, you know, in the backstage part, you know, the creative and all that. Producers, uh, I'm not sure who needs to be blamed for this. Talent relations. Can't blame Johnny Ace anymore. Ha <laughs> ha. But anyway. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But um, we're not exactly sure who to blame for this, but y'all know who you are. And this is the wasted product. So, uh. You want to go ahead and explain some of this switchblader, where we're coming from, and you know why it's upsetting to us? Yes, because when I look at the roster now, I see how how different it is. Like, it is different from how it was back then through each era. How, of course, yeah. How each one took it upon themselves to do what they could to revolutionize the way the business is and how to perform. And with it being how it is now, I mean, some of it I can say is good. Like, some of the matches that have been put together here and there have been good ones on both Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. But there have been some pretty bad ones as well when it comes to a storytelling 
with not even just the men's division, but even the women's division, and it's mostly with the tag team division for them. Mm-hmm. And just how their storylines have been going with, like, with the tag team championships is, like, it's really a joke. It is. Like, like you you brought this... <clears throat> You brought this division in to give tag team divisions to women to show that even women can do well, not just as singles competitors, but as women's tag team as a full. Right, right. I've been loving that so far, though, you know? Yes. I mean, there's been a couple good matches between some of them, but it's mostly with NXT when you see that. Yeah. I mean, I'm happy with the current champs right now, uh, Tamina and Nia. Or no, not Nia. Tamina and uh, Natalia. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. But um, there's just a lot of wasted product going on, you know? They've wasted a lot of people that, you know, could... uh, certainly show that this product is the product. This is the A brand. This is what wrestling is, you know? Yes. Yeah. I mean, let's go ahead and look at some of that that they've wasted so far. Uh, Alistair Black, easily. He was supposed to soar, you know? Like, fuck. I thought he was going to be at least next in line for, you know, the universal champ or the, uh, you know, the normal WWE champion. I mean, I didn't expect him to be shuffled around mid cards so much that he doesn't even get a brush up against a singles or tag title. Like, it's disappointing, you know? He was huge in NXT. And, I mean, who else? Let's name another here. Can you think of anyone? Shinsuke. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Completely. I thought they I thought they were gonna do it. I thought they were gonna take off with him whenever you know he won the rumble and then he went to uh WrestleMania face AJ Styles for was it Universal or was it the just the WWE champion? The WWE champion. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. Uh I thought that was gonna be it, you know. I I was like, you know, this is it, this is it. He's gonna he's gonna finally get it, you know. He got the IWGP heavyweight champion, you know, and He's done this before with AJ, except, you know, in a completely different setting. But now, this is it. This is it. And then they blew it. And then they made him a heel. They made him a bit weird. And they made him do nut shots, like, repeatedly to multiple people. And that's it. I mean, what is he? what else has he done? Did he win uh, any championships after that? He won the... Intercontinental Championship. A forgettable reign. Next. Um. After that, I don't think he ever won the. I don't think he ever won the tag team championships. For either Raw. Or I don't think so. I thought he did for Rusev at first because they had a thing going on at first. But um. Didn't I mean. Also, what's, didn't he what's, also 
Didn't he also win the United States championship? I feel like he did, but I really don't remember. See, that's what I'm saying. They give him mid-card championships with forgettable reigns. He probably didn't even hold on to it that long, if he did. But he should be holding higher gold. He should be holding the Universal Champion or the WWE Champion or, you know, in some kind of innovative tag team with another pretty good guy, you know? Yeah. There's a lot they could have been doing. Who else is someone wasted? This is kind of fun. Let's. Um, someone big. Oh, Samoa Joe. That is a huge one. When you yes. agree? Yes. Yes. Of course you would. You're a smart person. You're sensible. Unlike these people. But anyway. It, this one really hurts my brain because... Not only, I mean, I get it. He got hurt, you know, a couple of times. He dealt with concussions and, you know, he, I'm pretty sure he had some kind of foot or leg injury before, broke his jaw. I mean, but man, if you look at his work elsewhere, man, if you look at it, Ring of Honor and of course in TNA, Impact, uh, I mean, what else? I mean, he did some good things for WCPW too and, all over the indie scene, and of course NXT, where he became the first NXT two-time NXT champion, and had that pretty good run with Shinsuke as well as others. You know, almost killed Tyson Kidd that one time, but you know that's that's another story. But uh, he's great on the mic. He's done great on commentary. They need to they needed to utilize him better. They need to make him. The top guy i think before roman reigns he would have been perfect for the top samoan you know yeah yeah like i really thought when he won the what was it the fatal five way or yeah the... that's it yeah it was the fatal five way uh it was a contendership match i think it was SummerSlam, if i'm right and then he yeah. went on to face uh lesnar at what was uh great great balls of fire great balls of fire the weirdest pay-per-view name good pay-per-view i will say i i thoroughly enjoyed it watching it but god what, what a name but anyway um you know and i thought that was it too you know i i, I remember watching that and it was a really good match and i mean i don't know about all of you guys but i thought that he should have won it he it would have been the perfect time. It would have been the perfect person to take the title from Lesnar. I don't know why they didn't do it. You know. All right, let's go ahead and name one more, and then we'll wrap this segment up and get on with our message about this whole thing. Bobby Roode. Oh, another one, man. Really good tag team I mean- competitor, but he he held his own on the top elsewhere yeah not to mention great in-ring worker good on the mic and he looked like a champion he looked like a star you know yeah that's why i i think with him when he when he was in nac i feel like he had more of a way to express himself with the character he was presenting yeah. 
And as soon as he got to the main roster, yeah, they tried working him up as a face. And a lot of people did like him. But at the same time, they when you kind of look at his gimmick, it's almost like a ripoff to Ric Flair. I mean, sort of sense. kind of. With, with the, the robe with, and everything. With a mix of Rick Rude. A bit. He really emulates a lot of legends within his persona, but I mean, he still had incredible talent and he held his own elsewhere, you know, and impact and all that. It, of course, that tag team he was part of, Beer Money with Cowboy James Storm, you know? Oh, yeah. Really entertaining shit, man. I well, mean, hey, he could do it as, I mean, if he could do it as a tag team competitor with maybe someone else that is on the same level as him in the sense, even though, yeah, Dolph's a good partner, but I just don't see how that kind of connects in a sort of sense. Yeah, I get what you mean. And of course, he's proven to be pretty good as a top guy. Of course, uh, he held the Impact World Champion, didn't he? Yeah, he was like a, I believe, a, either a four-time or five-time. Yeah, yeah. I think I remember. Yeah, I remember those rants. Of course I do. Um, I was just trying to remember what times uh, or how many times he held it. But anyway, uh, our overall message of this whole thing being that they need to be utilized more. The people that are obvious stars, the people that are destined for the stratosphere, the people that legends look at and they say, this guy, this guy has it. He, he reminds me of me or whoever, you know? And we want to see them succeed, but not only them succeed, we want to see the company as a whole succeed. We, we don't want them to fail. We don't want the ratings to keep dropping. We as fans support, you know, this company because it's been around since hell since way before we were born, you know? And this is a thing we love. So we are not I mean not by a whole a lot of means, you know, bashing it, but this is kind of a bashing and saying, "Hey, get back into it," you know? I mean, of course it's going to be a minute if you know, they actually listen to us or not because they don't listen to a lot of fans. But, you know, uh, Warriors, with your help, you could save the wrestling world. You could reach out and, you know, do the inner workings of social media and all the miracles of it. And, you know, hopefully sometime, some way, they can listen to us and make wrestling great again. Maybe. But, you know, and uh, of course, a message to the fans, if you want something done, support it and show that you want to, you know, see them succeed. You know, don't just bash them left and right, you know. And that has been a few moments of shame. Oh, man. Segments like these get me, you know what I mean? Mm hmm. Get me going. Get me pen up. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Well, it's a good thing that, you know, you 
have somewhere to go once you are all stressed out, you know, and you need a break from reality, a break from, you know, all that negativity. And you know what that place yeah. is, Mr. Switchblader. Square circle bird. Hell yeah, it is. Thank you guys for your constant support of this <laughs> local eating establishment. And if you guys are unaware of what this is, this is Squared Circle Burgers, the loveliest little uh, burger joint ever known. And I have yet to eat there, but I, I'm gonna. And the reviews we keep on seeing are amazing views. Top-notch fries, the gourmet deluxe burgers that are handcrafted and just amazing looking. I mean, God, they got so much good stuff. Of course, they got more than just burgers, though, and fries and all that, you know, jazz. They got wings. They have, let's see, personalized pizzas. They have New York-style cheesecake ice cream and Pizza Cristo, Monte Cristo, and all the other top-notch menu items that are to die for. Please, by all means, find them on Facebook, or you can look them up on the interwebs, squaredcirclewb.com, and they are open 11 to 9, seven days a week, and their number is 681-205-2538, and that is Squared Circle Burgers. And I can't wait to eat there. Yes. <sighs> Well, we have a lot of stuff to talk about, but we're going to have to get them on the next part of this podcast right after the break. So we're going to take a little commercial break and, uh, you know, get resituated and all that. Find out what else we're going to talk about. I mean, we have a few ideas in mind already, but, you know, you can get a few more ideas, whatever we're feeling like. So, uh, Warriors, be sure to stick around. After these words. All right, we're back. Welcome back. For those of you who stuck around, you know. Hello. Hello. And, uh, well, let's go ahead and switch later. Uh, Going to go ahead and talk about some funny moments or funny stories, you know. Get some laughs in. Uh, this one is uh, basically, you know going to be talking about some funny moments that have happened, you know, uh, in any of the shows, you know, or any promotion, you know, and, uh, you know, some funny things that have happened to us while watching wrestling or perhaps at a show. So maybe a live event story, who knows? And uh, if you guys have any of your own, let us know. We'd, we'd love to hear them. Please share your thoughts with us. Share your stories. TIWBay at gmail.com. Of course, you can send us a message to us on Facebook, too. We'll, we will reply. All right. Uh, well, some funny things that have happened, man. There's, there's been so many throughout the years, you know. And my mind goes instantly to Attitude Era. You know, uh, D-Generation X and, you know, all those antics and The Rock and Kurt Angle, you know. Oh, yeah. Stone Cold yeah. Steve Austin. There's got to be a lot of them. Uh, well, what do you think was, uh, you know, what do you think is known as the most hilarious moment? You know, what do you think? 
or what are you Whoa. know? These can be multiple ones. What do you think was the most funny? The most funny ones I would have to say would be one would be in the Attitude Era with The Rock, but it was mostly him being like a complete savage on it because he was doing a promo against someone, and this was when he was the world champion. Mm-hmm. And he started like talking about like to be the man, you have to beat the man. And he's like, oh no, 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 that's not it, that's not it. No, no, this is it, this is it. I'm the best there is, the best there was. Oh, yeah. imitated Brett. <laughs> yeah, well, that he is was pretty funny. He was imitating pretty much everybody who had went to WCW. Oh. In the process. I don't think I caught this one. Yeah, well, you can find it. You might be able to find it on on Peacock. Or or on YouTube. Yeah, or on YouTube as well. Maybe so, yeah. Yeah, Steve Austin had a lot of funny moments, especially during the Attitude Era. You know? Yeah. I loved it. And then, um, oh, go, go ahead. Then the second one would have to be when Triple H and Sean reunited to reform DX. Yeah. And they did the whole <laughs> audio, the whole audio change. On oh, Vince my McMahon. God. Yeah. And they altered his mic and shit. And they like yeah. made his voice all squeaky. Oh, my See? God. That was hilarious. I watched that live. Well, nice, dude. Yeah, it was crazy. Uh, I remember watching that on TV. For At me, first, I thought something was up with the TV, but then he started noticing it. Like Vince started noticing it too, and like tapped his mic and shit. And I was like, "Oh, okay, it's just part of the show." Ah, <laughs> uh, it's funny. Um, it was. Like when I was a kid. Me and my cousin, we had it on the on DVD when they did the whole when they did all that, and when we watched it every time I would see that, all I could do was just I I could not stop laughing. Oh my god, yeah, man! Especially when you're that young, you know. I mean, when did that happen? Like 2007, 2008? Yeah, I would yeah, have to somewhere, say somewhere around there. But yeah, it, it's funny whenever you're. Fucking eight or nine years old, you know, and ah, Jesus, that's funny. Um, I think that one of the funniest things that D Generation X did was uh, again around that era, uh, you know, 2008, 2009 or so. I don't think it was around 2007, actually, now that I think about it. It might have been, but you know, uh, around that era, 2007 to 2009, uh, I remember that moment they dressed up like the McMahons. They uh, fucking trips, <laughs> trips doing Vince and uh, Shawn Michaels doing Shane. Oh my god! And uh, it it was it was pretty funny, you know. Uh, whenever Trips came out, he was doing the walk, and it's funny though because I remember watching that too, and it was like, oh okay, there's uh, we hear Vince's music, and it's like, oh okay, you know, it's gonna be another. You know, one of those promos. Oh, God, Mr. McMahon's coming out, you know, he's going to talk the business, you know, and all that. And, and then it's it's Triple H. And then he's in the fucking wig and he's doing the weird walk that he does. And 
and then he starts, you know, doing the doing the impression and all that. And then uh, I was about to say Shane, but uh, Shane's music hits, but it's Sean and he's wearing the fucking wig. The wigs are the best part about it. But what got me was <laughs> fucking Sean doing Shane's dance. <laughs> doing the little shuffle thing. And then they're talking in the ring and all that. And then he's like, look at me, dad. I'm dancing, dad. I'm dancing. And then grabs the mic and he goes up to him. He's like, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> and the commentators couldn't hold on to it, too. They were fucking dying. Oh, man. Is that a rule for them to follow? Like, if you corpse, it, it, it does it count if you corpse whenever it's on commentary? I mean, can they mute the mics, you know? Like, I wonder how that goes. I mean, here and there, some of the times you've seen them laugh at some of the botches that have happened. So. Some of them, yeah. <laughs> some of them, yeah. Um, uh, it's funny shit. And of course, not just D Generation X, but you know, there's a lot of uh, funny moments from other people. You know, there's a lot from R Truth and Edge. Edge, yeah. There's been a lot of funny moments with Edge and Christian in the past. Uh, Kurt Angle, like we just mentioned, Mankind. Uh, there's been a lot. There's been a lot. Uh, I'm trying to think of one here. Oh, I got it. Mankind, no, 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 it was just, I think it was just Mick Foley. Yeah, 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 he didn't have the mask. I can't remember when this was, but I remember seeing it on uh, YouTube, and it was uh, fucking The Rock and Mick Foley, and they were talking, and Mick asks him a question, I forget what he asked, but he's like, uh, you know, uh, what was it? It would have been funnier if I understood it, but... You know, he was like, uh, are you so-and-so, or how does that make you feel, and all that. And then The Rock was about to answer, and then he flips it on him and uses, it doesn't matter what, you know. <laughs> and then he's like, Foley, Foley, and he's doing laps around the ring, and the, the crowd starts chanting, Foley, Foley, you know. <laughs> oh, man, that, that was, I don't know if that was my favorite part, or my my favorite part, my favorite funny moment, but that's that's definitely up there. Now I do have a funny uh, live event story. Well, right. <laughs> I mean, you didn't say. I mean, yeah, I got a live event story. I mean. <laughs> Uh, sorry, man. sorry, dude. My audio, my audio was messing up. Oh, okay. I thought you just, I thought you just kept the silence. Are you good? Nah, nah. I heard you. I just, I, my, I tried saying something in my audio. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. But are you good now? Yeah, I'm good. Um. Ah, shit. All right. Back on? Hello. We live? Yeah. All right, all right. Yeah. All right, we live. Okay, cool. Sorry about that, yeah. Warriors. A little bit of technical difficulties there. But... Yeah, my connection turned me off. <sighs> well, we're back on now, so. Oh, and uh, I mentioned that I had a funny live event story. I don't know if I told this one before. I may have, but oh, well. Okay, so. 
There was this one time. Uh, I saw this one event in Huntington, normal WWE Live, you know. I want to say this was 2016 or 2017. Actually, no. Maybe 2015, maybe early 2016. I can't, I can't exactly remember. Uh, I think I have the tickets somewhere, actually. I, I usually keep the tickets to every wrestling event I go to, but uh, I lost a few, so. But anyway, uh, this one was in Huntington, Huntington, West Virginia, uh, close to the border, you know. And, <laughs> oh, good. So, the, the opening match, uh, it was advertised uh, on TV, on local television, that uh, the first match was going to be uh, Bad News Barrett, a.k.a. Wade Barrett, uh, versus Dolph Ziggler for the Intercontinental Champion. Uh, fucking uh, Barrett was the champion at that point. Uh, mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, you know, he comes out to the ring and after... Uh, it's the opening match, so, you know, it's pretty early on in the show, you know. Everyone's getting situated in their seats and all that and, you know, getting snacks and popcorn and stuff. But... Um, you know, uh, we go down and, you know, we wait for the show to start, you know, the opening package and all that. Uh, Dolph comes out pretty well received, you know, clear baby face. And then Bad News Barrett comes out and it, it, his music's not on, but it's just him walking and, you know, cutting the promo. So he's like, oh, I'm not going to defend the title tonight. And that's some bad news for you and all that, you know, <laughs> but, uh, okay. he comes out and does all that. And then they get the match on the match was pretty good. Right. Yeah. But, um, wh- some, I also, uh, noticed in it, I think Dolph chews gum whenever he wrestles. I think he does. Cause I remember, uh, Barrett hit the bull hammer on him. It was a two count, but whenever he hit it, it, it looked like a fucking tooth just went out and like flew by and, you know, uh, me and a couple guys stood up and we were like, oh, God, was that a tooth and shit? And we were looking around. And then someone on the other side was like, oh, I think it's gum. I think it's gum. Um, and, I, and I heard them. I was like, that was a gum? And I, I can't confirm whether it was gum or a tooth, but I, I don't know. I've, I've heard about some wrestlers chewing gum before or after matches. I can't imagine they do it during, but... Uh, Back in the old days, they used to sell that as teeth, chiclets. So I don't, I don't know whether it was or not. But that's besides the point. Anyway, um, so end of the match, of course, Dolph Ziggler wins because, uh, you know, Barrett came out and he was like, no, 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 I'm not putting the championship online, which I don't get how that works. But, you know, anyway, uh, Ziggler won and uh, he was running out of the ring. I don't, I don't remember if he, it was like a, you know, a leverage pin win, and then he just like ran out. But he was running out, and all of a sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden, uh, I, I'm on, I'm on like the right side of the ring. So like, the apron, or no, no, not the apron. The ramp is like right in front of. No, no, no. Wait, to the left of where I was. I, I can't, I can't really describe the placement actually, but. Um, I can see Dolph running towards the entrance ramp and then he just kind of disappears and you see his feet fly up and he fucking fell. I think he tripped over the ring steps or something, but he just fucking 
fell and ate the floor, man. It was so scary. I was, oh, God, Dolph, are you okay? Dolph, you know? <laughs> and um, he was all good, but, like, I heard a little gasp from the crowd when he did. They were like, <gasps> and all that. And then people were like, oh, my God, is he okay? Oh, my God, is he okay? Is Dolph okay? What? What? And all that. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, th then he got up and, you know, he was good waving, you know, and, uh, Barrett got out, he was booed out, you know, he just sulked off, you know, uh, but that was a pretty funny live event story. Um, pretty genuine too. There's a lot of slipping slides, you know, but, uh, uh, it was, it was pretty funny to witness that in, in real, real life and all that. So, all right. Well, um. You have any anything else to say? You know, some funny moments. Uh, any uh, funny stories, Switchblader? No, I mean not really. I mean, the only moments I think of were the two that I, I mentioned with The yeah. Rock and Degeneration X. Like, really, I, every time I've went to a live event, I pretty much watched from the distance. I never really was up close. Yeah, yeah, I get what you mean. Well, yeah. Uh, Warriors, if you guys have any funny stories or, you know, you have any funny moments that you remember, please let us know. And, you know, we'll feature you and all that jazz. Of course, you know where to find our email at the link in the description of our episode. So go do it. Go type us a message. Just do it. Anyway. Uh, well, I think that's about it for the podcast today. Uh, we thank you guys for you know, listening to this episode and uh, a couple of announcements before we get off here. Uh, reminder, uh, Alpha Flicks, my brand new podcast covering movies is coming out very, very soon with the first ever trailer. It's going to be basically explaining what I'm going to be doing. Uh, some movies you can catch that I will be covering uh, the layout of the podcast, how it's all going to work, where you can find it, etc. And what else? We got a brand new, fresh, hot recording coming at you uh, next week, actually. I was going to say tomorrow, but no, next week. And this is going to be the last episode before our midseason break. So we will return. So do not, do not worry. Uh, I'm getting my second COVID vaccine, and I will also be going on vacation the week after. So... Got a lot of plans here, I believe. Uh, Jake is going on vacation as well. I'm not sure about Hades. Uh, do you have any plans, man? Um, I'm trying to hopefully take vacation sometime in either the end of, well, not really the end of August, but maybe mid-August or early September. Yeah. Well, cool. And, of course, we'll be back before then. Uh if you guys would like to keep in touch with us, please reach out to our Facebook page. And, uh, you know, you can still send us emails by then. We'll try and get a recording uh, by the time that break is over. It's just going to be a couple of weeks, you know. Uh, think of it as our summer break, basically. We're taking a break from, you know, the microphones and all that. Uh, we're going to be working on some side projects on paper. But, uh, you know, we might get some other stuff recorded but for talk is war this is going to be a little bit of a break but that's going to be the episode coming next week that's going to be our last one for now 
So do not worry. It's going to be a couple of weeks, maybe a month. Who knows? Of course, we'll keep you updated on our Facebook page. And, uh, well, I think that's it. Uh, thank you guys once again for tuning in to this episode of the greatest professional wrestling podcast of all time. From Alpha Z. Switch later. And thank you, Warriors, for joining us. We will see you next week on Talk is War.